Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast, All Things Sleep and Parenting. With me, I have Alisa. Hello. And we are chatting this week about cottaging, going to the cottage, whether it's a regular basis, you're doing it all summer long, or if it's kind of a once in a once a summer deal, we have great tips that we're going to share. These are our three top tips for cottaging and making it as seamless as possible. Yes. So number one, we want to have an environment that is healthy for sleep and that lets your little one know that it is time for sleep. So number one, you want to have some blackout blinds of some sort, whether you bring your own portable blackout blinds or you bring Bristol board, dark black Bristol board for the windows and some tape or garbage bags even just for that one night with some tape again to make that room darker because most cottages don't come with dark curtains or any form of room darkening devices. And when your little one wakes up at five in the morning with the birds and the light is shining into that room, they are going to be more likely to wake up and stay awake especially since they're going to be in a foreign sleep environment. So you might have a little bit more waking, you might have a little bit earlier rising, and you want to encourage them to sleep as long as you possibly can. So set them up there for success and set yourself up for success. A sound machine is another great thing to have. Because again, cottages, you never know what you're going to get with creaky floors, creaky doors. If you're sharing the space with other people now that things are opening back up again and we're able to somewhat hang out with a few people you want to make sure that you have that sound machine so that if you are going with other people your little one isn't waking up every five minutes because of all the noise that's happening and you don't have to worry about keeping everybody quiet there could be fireworks there could be all sorts of noisy things just from experience of myself going to the cottage (laughs) yeah there's there's lots of extra noises going on when you are at a cottage versus when you're at home the birds start chirping at three o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and cottages most of them are set up where you can hear every single sound in a lot of the different rooms. They're not necessarily soundproof. So you do want to make sure that you bring something that will help you help your little one sleep (laughs) a little bit more soundly. I have brought my sound machine everywhere. Hotel rooms, cottages, uh, camping. We bring that sound machine. We used to bring that sound machine everywhere so that they would sleep through all of those extra noise. It's a big piece to having, trying to keep sleep somewhat on track. Even if you don't have a sound machine, you can always bring a portable speaker and an app that you can play. There are tons of apps that you can find online that that play rain sounds or white noise. And that can be helpful if you don't already have a sound machine. Our second biggest piece is going to be that room and crib play. And room and crib play is something that we, we actually have a podcast all about room and crib play on its own, but it's a really big piece in helping our little ones feel comfortable in the space that we're asking them to sleep in. So ideally, when you get to the cottage, as you're setting up their space, have your little one in the room with you. Let them explore, look out the window, see what's going on in the closet, look under the beds, Right. So we're just allowing them to get really comfortable with the space 
it's the it's the difference between you know going into a hotel room with the lights off and, and the person saying okay your bed's just five steps ahead go ahead snuggle in and get comfy and you're you're walking in there saying I can't even see what's going on I don't think I'm going to be able to be comfortable in this so we want to allow our little ones to have that opportunity to just get comfortable in that space feel secure in it before we ask them to sleep in it and our third tip to keep on schedule or not to keep on schedule this <laughs> question so this is a difference between is this going to be your one and only trip to the cottage this summer or is this somewhere that you're going to be going regularly every week or every weekend or most weekends if it's your one and only time enjoy yourself don't worry too much about a schedule and keeping on track there. Although you do want to try and keep things as much on track as possible. And at least if you're, if your baby is younger, then you want to at least make sure that they're napping for some of the time so that you don't set yourself up for a really rough night, mm -hmm. which can happen if they're not getting adequate day sleep. So it's that balance between still having fun and not missing the boat ride that's happening right then because you have to be there for nap time, maybe making nap time a little bit later that day or a little bit earlier, that's okay. But you don't want to miss all the naps because then you are just going to have a very rough night. Yeah. Or doing like a nap on the go. So whether they're still in their car seat and, or stroller, or if you're able to do a carrier, if you guys are going out walking, right? So still being mindful that we want to encourage that sleep. If we have a little one who's napping typically twice a day we don't want to forego those naps and then expect that we're going to have a great night um we for me when i was uh, cottaging camping with my little guys sticking to the schedule as closely as possible right there's some flexibility in there like elisa said if this is the boat ride time then for sure we'd be a little more flexible but my guys slept better at night if they slept better during the day so for me getting them to bed on time helped me to be able to have my evenings around the fire without children. <laughs> yes. And again, if this is going to be something that you're doing on a regular basis, yes. you want to get them used to this as much as possible. And you don't want to be throwing them off of their schedule each and every week that you go. So you do want to have it as close as possible to your, your daily schedule at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does make a difference, right? Because if we go off schedule, you know, Fridays, we, we're heading to the cottage, then we're off schedule Saturday, Sunday, now we get home. Okay, so Monday, Tuesday gets us to get, allows us to get back on track. Now we have Wednesday, Thursday, but then we're gone again Friday. So the sleep is just going to kind of continuously take a hit all summer long. And that's um, going to get really rough really quickly. It will. <laughs> the great thing about cottages, though, is that Generally, you go to a cottage to relax a little bit. Anyways, I relax with finger quotes because <laughs> I don't really think there is ever any relaxing when you are around bodies of water with children, but you go there to not have a whole lot to do, right? Mm -hmm. So a boat ride, usually you can have some say in when that boat yes. ride is going to happen. So you can generally rearrange your schedule, but... If you want, if you have older children and you want to keep them up later at night, one night to have marshmallows, to roast marshmallows, go for it. It's not going to throw them off fully if it's not happening on a regular exactly. basis. And it's a treat night versus an everyday thing. So if you want more information on traveling and sleep and more specifically, when to leave, when is the best time to go to a new place to sleep, 
how to stay as much on track as possible with independent sleep while traveling, check out our travel and sleep podcast because we go into more detail about that there. Mm -hmm. I'll link it in the description below. Yes. And if you have any questions, as usual, we are here to answer them. We do offer pick our brain calls for some of these questions, such as preparing for traveling and making sure that you're good and confident about keeping things on track or these little things about scheduling. We can always answer those in a phone call or work one-on-one with you. We are always here for you. Reach out to us at info at restfulparenting.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.